Welcome to The Wellness Connection with your hosts, Roddy Aglis and Peter McCarthy. Our program provides you with timely and relevant information on the state of your health and the topics surrounding it, such as natural remedies, green living, expert opinions, important facts, and more to contribute to your healthy lifestyle. Now, here are Peter McCarthy and Roddy Aglis. Hello and welcome to the Wellness Connection. I'm your co-host, Roddy Iglis. And I'm your co-host, Peter McCarthy. And today we have an exciting and informative show for you, including an interview with Dr. Jim Laval and other exciting things to share later on the show, like the supplement of the week, the burning question, this week's drug-induced nutrient depletion report, and a health freedom update with attorney and activist Scott Tips. So let's get right to it with the latest news. And Ronnie, you have our top news story of the week. Yes, from a, uh, from WHN News regarding cannabis-based medicine, dementia, and Alzheimer's. Contrary to the discredited anti-marijuana hysteria and propaganda of yesteryear trying to link cannabis to brain damage, Researchers have found compounds within cannabis actually promote neurogenesis, which entails production of new nerve cells. Past emerging bodies of evidence have discovered the plant-based remedy is being explored for treating depression, Parkinson's disease, memory problems, age-related cognitive impairment, PTSD, schizophrenia, Tourette's syndrome, and numerous other brain diseases. Now, additional research suggests certain types of medical marijuana may help to improve lives of, impatient, of patients suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Medical marijuana is not a cure for dementia, but according to a new study, the plant's antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and stress-relieving compounds appear to lessen many symptoms associated with Alzheimer's disease, including insomnia, anxiety, depression, and agitation. Researchers are excited as this may open new paths for cannabinoids as a group for treatment of agitation in the disease. University of Toronto studies involving nabalone capsules already approved by the FDA to treat nausea and vomiting caused by chemotherapy investigated its use for treating Alzheimer's disease patients in hopes of larger clinical trials to convince regulators to approve the cannabis-based medication for dementia. Well, you know, we see that every day, don't we, at uh, our respective uh, pharmacies to uh, where people are coming in for uh, use of cannabis, in our case, hemp oil, for a, a variety of neurological and central nervous system issues, Absolutely, don't we? and WAVE, our sponsor, has got some of the highest quality CBD or, or hemp oil I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Yes, they do, they really do. And, you know, for our next story, from WNHN News, we have titled Age-Related Conditions Linked to Gut Bacteria. Transplanted gut bacteria from older mice into younger mice was noted to age-related chronic inflammation dubbed as inflammaging, linked to conditions associated with older age, such as dementia and stroke, as published in the journal Frontiers in Immunology. Inflammaging is low-grade chronic inflammation linked to life-threatening conditions such as cardiovascular 
disease. This study shows gut bacteria from older mice induced age-related chronic inflammation after being transplanted into young mice. And findings bring hope of potential simple strategies to contribute to healthy aging as composition of gut bacteria is partially controlled by diet. Elderly tend to have different composition of gut bacteria, as well as compromised immune responses resulting in inflammaging, which scientists set out to investigate the potential risks of. Gut microbiota was transferred from gold and young conventional mice to young germ-free mice to analyze responses from the spleen, lymph nodes, and small intestine, as well as whole genome gene expression analysis of the small intestine. Results showed immune responses to bacteria transferred from the old mice only, suggesting imbalance of bacterial composition in the gut may be causes of elderly inflammaging. Dysbiosis of gut bacteria leads to bad bacteria becoming more dominant than good, and overgrowth of bad can make gut lining become more permeable, allowing toxins to enter the bloodstream to travel around the body, causing various negative effects. This dysbiosis caused serious health implications and several disorders, including IBD, cancer, diabetes, obesity, autism, and anxiety. And we're... And Peter, you know, this article, I just wanted to mention because this word dysbiosis, which means any imbalance of the normal uh, microbiome that could disrupt the symbiotic relationship between the host, meaning you and I, and the friendly bacteria. This disruption, you know, can result in all of these age-related diseases. So we've got to be sure and use our daily probiotics. There you go. One of the four pillars of foundational good health, aren't they? And genomic testing is refining our individual probiotics. Yes, it certainly is. And Well, now we're delighted to introduce our special guest for today, Dr. Jim Lavelle. And Radia, this is especially meaningful for you, isn't it? Yes, Peter. Jim is a longtime friend and mentor. He's a nationally recognized educator, clinician, author, and industry consultant in the field of integrative healthcare. Jim is the founder and chairman of Metabolic Code Enterprises and Progressive Medical California Clinic. His recently released book, Your Blood Never Lies, as well as his bestseller, Cracking the Metabolic Code, are available at Amazon. And Jim is currently affiliated with George Washington University as a clinical instructor in the Masters of Integrative Medicine program and received a Faculty of the Year Award in 2017 from the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, where he has taught for over a decade. Jim, welcome to the Wellness Connection. Glad to have you with us. Hello, Jim. Great. Roddy, so how are you? I'm good. I'm great. So nice to, to hear from you. Um, as I mentioned before, you have been a longtime mentor of mine, and I, I'm very excited to have you on today. And I, you have a fascinating story about how you both uh, recovered your own health and discovered the value of functional medicine. Please share with these guys, um, with our listeners, about all of that. What is functional medicine and and what your life story was to bring you there? Well, I mean, the first, I mean, obviously, I was an athlete. Uh, I was very sickly as a child. um, And when I got injured in high school football, could no longer go and take on my Division I scholarship, I kind of really just tanked. And, uh, 
you know, really, I've, I've, you know, I've had years of antibiotics and, you know, a lot of distress emotionally. And, you know, I actually just ended up as I was going through pharmacy school and I was training and competing. So I was competing in bodybuilding competitions and qualifying for the U.S. Nationals. So, I mean, I was at it uh, hard, but I didn't feel good. and didn't feel good at all. And uh, I went to a, a doc who did, you know, natural therapies and, no, I like the term functional medicine. It's a part of what we do. Um, you know, I think we like to incorporate things like homeopathy and mind-body medicine and, and, you know, a lot of other aspects to, you know, how we really get somebody to heal. Uh, but, you know, the big thing was, was, you know, going to someone who understood my problem, uh, put me on a path of the right food, what nutrients to use to help stabilize the homeostasis in my body. You know, and that happened in 1983, and uh, it changed my career trajectory because, you know, I, I really wanted to take my pharmacy knowledge because the pharmacy school I went to, actually we had, you know, classes in botanical medicine still. So, you know, it was, it's called pharmacognosy. And, and so for me, as soon as I felt that, I knew I didn't want to be behind the counter, uh, and I immediately started, you know, going to classes and, and learning about how to help people to improve their quality of life. And, of course, that journey led to, you know, writing all the databases on drug-induced nutrient depletion. And, of course, my latest database I'm, I'm amassing is, is drug-induced microbiome disruption. So 25% of all drugs that are out there on the market disrupt the microbiome. And, you know, we don't even realize that. And, and so that's our new database that we're, we continue to update the drug nutrient depletion database, but this is the new one. Uh, but it's been a, you know, 35 year passion after, after seeing the value of, uh, what, what, uh, natural therapies and integrative care has been able to do, you know, do for me personally. And then literally for, you know, thousands and thousands of patients, uh, over the last 35 years. So, Jim, uh, it, then I think it would be a fair statement to say, wouldn't it, that uh, your experience, your own experience has been a, a major influence on the health care that you offer to your patients, these thousands that you've served. Oh, I think it influences everything from, you know, we de- we've developed programs that have deployed into 300,000 lives at a time in an organized way. We're working with the NFL Hall of Fame Village, where we'll be touching out the millions of lives uh, right now. And, and I think what really... Uh, drives it for me. I mean, the biggest thing that, that really drives it for me is when I first got my pharmacy degree, I was in a very tough neighborhood because I, you know, I was a big muscular guy and I said, Hey, we're going to put him in a really bad neighborhood, right? Nobody's going to rob him. Uh, and it was a combination grocery store. Uh, a lady on a Medicaid card came to me with her diabetes medication at five till nine at night. And when she came back with her grocery card, I looked at it and I thought, if all I'm going to do is hand her this prescription, I am totally doing this lady a disservice. Long story short, I took her for a grocery store tour. Uh, and then I, I suggested to the Kroger uh, grocery chain, we should tag all the foods for diabetes-friendly and heart-healthy foods. They thought I was crazy. I went to my pharmacy coordinator. He said we should do it. And, uh, and we ended up having the biggest food tagging system developed. And this is back in 1985 and six in the in the nation that it, it, it influenced about two and a half million people per uh, day on their influences of what they bought 
And what that really taught me was you can start with one person. And it could be one person who really you would think, oh, she's a Medicaid patient. What value is that? Everybody has value. Everybody should be reached out to to improve the quality of their life so they can deserve the vitality that they were given. Uh, and that's, that really is what ends up driving me. Personally, it was great. You know, at age 58, I, you know, get after it. And, it, and I've, I've, you know, continued to adhere to those things. But the guiding principle is we can, we can reach out and really touch as many people as possible. Because when you feel better, you're a better spouse, you're a better father, you're a better community member, you're a better, you know, you're just better at everything you do. Well, Jim, you know, when, uh, when you talk about the metabolic code in your best-selling book, um, what exactly do you mean by that? Well, one of the problems that I saw in the industry, and I've written a cloud-based informatics platform now that goes off after it, too, is that a lot of times people don't know where to start. So, you know, everybody says, oh, when in doubt, start with the gut. Well, the, you know, the problem with that is, is if the person's anxious, or they're, they're really stressed out, you could have a leaky gut forever. So you could take all the glutamine, all the cat's claw, all, all the aloe you want to do a food allergy elimination diet. And if, if the person is stressed out and not sleeping well, that gut's going to continue to maintain its leakiness. So what the metabolic code is about is understanding that there are systems that are working in your body. And these systems communicate with each other. So the real purpose of the book was to educate uh, individuals on how do these different systems work and how do they relate to each other. You know, in our latest edition, which will be coming out this next year, we really even tied it together even more tightly. So we've developed education networks like thyroid, adrenal, pancreas is a metabolic network. And, of course, when you're under stress, your blood sugar goes up. And when you're under stress, your thyroid hormones go down. And when you're under stress, your blood sugar's up and your thyroid hormones go down, you gain weight, you feel fatigued, and you, you feel overcommitted and anxious. So do you want to feel full of vitality and energy, or do you want to feel, you know, fatigued, gaining weight, and, and feeling overcommitted? So yeah. it's educating people, these networks, they communicate with each other to create your whole body experience of your health. I, I agree. I see so much in, in my clients uh, that is stress-related. But, you know, you're an expert on the subject of the effects of inflammation on the human body. So what are the three, you know, if you could kind of tell us in a short abbreviation, what are the three most important things you can share to our audience about inflammation? Well, for, I guess, you know, inflammation is what ages us. You know, the, the currency of your aging is made up of two processes. It's how much lean mass you retain. So, you know, do I maintain my lean muscle as I'm aging because your muscle actually dictates a lot of your control of inflammation? And then the second thing that really dictates your aging is what's the status of my immune system? Am I in a chronic, low-grade state of inflammation? And when you hear inflammation, your joints don't have to hurt. It could be that there are, your, your rate of rusting is going up in your body. So if you think mm -hmm. about inflammation like a rate of rusting, uh, yeah. you know, the, the quicker we rust, the more we fall apart. And inflammation is at the center of that. And our immune system is what runs 
that inflammatory process. That's why you want to try to, you know, work to keep your immune system efficient and in check so that it's always operating without an inflammatory signal in it. And that's challenging today because of stress and environmental burden and poor food quality, uh, excessive use of drug therapies. There's all kinds of things that push people right into the dead center experience of chronic low-grade inflammation. Uh-huh. Well, talk a little more, if you would, Jim, about... You got, uh, you got one more. I, I said <laughs> I asked for three. <laughs> I talk, a little, talk a little more on that subject, because, uh, you know, this is something that is so pervasive in our society. And, and you know, what, what if you were to pick out, uh, you know, one additional thing that we can talk about, stress, of course, is huge, and, and, and that's really just with amazing. Inflammation, yeah. With inflammation. With uh, inflammation. You know, what, what else could you, could, could you share with our audience about that? I mean, look, the, the obvious ones, look, obvious ones are people not getting enough sleep triggers a tremendous amount of inflammation. Um, wow. Environmental burden is really big. I mean, uh, it, mm-hmm. it triggers inflammation, right? Mm-hmm. So if I had to even, if I had to just pick it even more, once you become overweight, by default, you are going to be inflammatory. They've actually shown that people that have metabolic syndrome or have gained excessive weight, so you're overweight, your body's immune system is acting as if a low-grade infection is in it 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And that's the process of inflammation. And that's why when I wrote the metabolic code, it was to try to get people to understand, look, your weight gain problems are more than simply, oh, I eat too much and I don't move enough. You know, there's way more to it. And in the end, everything we're talking about from, you know, what your genome is to what your epigenetics are to what your diet is to, you know, environmental burden, drug history, all these things funnel in and either your body stays resilient to inflammation so the circuits don't get turned on or it becomes overwhelmed and then the circuits just like a circuit board in your house, your circuit breaker box, the circuits start to blow. And when they do, your body starts to generate. It gets in a process of generating inflammatory compounds 24 hours a day. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, how are we doing on time? Well, you know, I think we've got just over a minute right now before we have to go to our break. And, you know, Jim, we uh, one of our stories uh, was about the use of cannabis to help deal with what the study authors called inflammaging. Uh, what's your take on the use of cannabis in that regard? Well, I mean, cannabinoids, look, you have endocannabinoid receptors in your body, so obviously there's value to the research that's going on with cannabis. At the same time, there's, you know, we're still in this regulatory quagmire a little bit about how it's going to get delivered, um, what the quality of the product is. There's issues around um, pesticide use. In terms of the pure science of cannabinoids and cannabidiols, sure, they have... um, you know, neuro, uh, they inhibit neuroinflammatory processes. They can help with PTSD. There's, there's no doubt they have enormous value. I think it's still playing out in the marketplace because I consult with several of these companies in terms of formulation and what they should be thinking about. 
Um, there's still, there's, there's still, it's early on in the, in what I think, you know, where that market's going to end up, but I think it has a lot of value. Yeah. Well, we, we certainly see that, um, every day in our pharmacy, uh, both of our, the pharmacies that we work at and, uh, my gosh, you know, people are really discovering this, aren't they, Roddy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also you remember the study, uh, that, that Jim just mentioned is keeping that gut in good shape. Absolutely. You know, the gut biome is very important for keeping down that inflammation. Yep. And we'll be back with our continuing interview with Dr. Jim Lavelle after a brief word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Wellness Connection on Voice America Digital Radio Network. All of us go through menopause or andropause at some point in our life. The changes in our body make us feel depressed, less confident, and lethargic. Research shows that levels of testosterone drop 50% between the ages of 20 and 40 for females and almost 1% every year for males over the age of 40. Alpha Male X and Alpha Female contain a powerful blend of nine synergistic ingredients designed to help support healthy hormone metabolism in men and women. Additionally, the select ingredients in this formula have been proven clinically effective in supporting sexual health and energy, promoting healthy cortisol levels, and providing dopamine support. When it comes to hormones, one supplement does not fit all. So be sure and visit alphatherapeutics.us and fill out the questionnaire to get the dosing instructions that are right for you. Use the code wellnessconnection for a 15% discount on your first order. Let's connect because together we make our lives better. Balance and good health, two essential building blocks for a full and rich life, but sometimes in our complex and stressful world, both can be lost and you need to find a natural way to get them back. Enter CBD oil, a natural approach to restoring harmony to your body and your life. But not just any CBD oil. For natural results, you want to be sure the CBD oil you use is produced the right way. Wave Organics offers pure CBD oil from hemp raised naturally on farms in Colorado. The oil is extracted using supercritical CO2, which is free of toxic solvents. In fact, Wave controls every step in the process, offering quality control and natural approaches from seed to shelf. Visit WAAYB.com to learn more and use the code WellnessConnection for a 10% discount on your first order. Wave Organics, pure natural CBD. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to The Wellness Connection. If you have a question or comment for Peter Aradia, please send it via email to the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. That's the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. Now, let's return to this week's show. Welcome back to the Wellness Connection and our continuing interview with Dr. Jim Laval. Jim, as a certified clinical nutritionist like me, and you mentioned uh, at the top of the hour, you were talking about um, weight and the reduction of inflammation. And if you're overweight, 
that's a problem. Before, in conversations and in lectures I've been, uh, I've had the privilege of, of attending for you, you would refer to low-carb diets that were looking better and better. How do you feel about that now? And, and you know, what's your views on uh, diet and weight loss? Well, I think, uh, first of all, uh, people just eat too much food, and I try to get them to learn how to fast between meals at least. You know, uh, most people are sitting around most of their day. They're not having an incredibly active lifestyle. And I actually actually didn't used to teach calories. Now I teach quality of food and the right amount of food to fuel what your body needs to do in the day. And then if it's uh, in regards to weight loss, then we target a little less calories, but it's got to be about the right food. Uh, And... um, I, I really like, I don't know how familiar you are with the fasting mimic diet, but uh, I've been using the fasting mimic diet as part of a, a plan with people to five days out of 30 induce stem cell renewal and autophagy, the breakdown of proteins. And then my base diet is a low allergen, modified low carb diet. We end up between 22 and 27% starch. We encourage people to eat tons of plant food. Be responsible about the foods you're picking. Now, nuts, seeds, some legumes. Am I worried about, you know, does everybody have to eat FODMAP? Does everybody have to go paleo? You know, what I found now, I mean, this is, you know, 35 years in of working with people. There's nuances to a diet. If I've got a hockey player for the NHL, he's going to have a few more carbs in his diet as long as his chemistry is right. Um, so I think that, you know, diets can be deployed some are deployed maybe for short-term tactics. Say I want to try to stimulate someone's metabolism and they don't have gallbladder problems and, you know, they, they want to try ketogenic for a couple of weeks. Uh, and then we revert them to a, a, a good modified lower-carb diet that's high in fiber. Um, yeah, then I, then, then I don't mind when people want to try something. Um, I don't think there's any one diet that works for everyone. Um, but I do believe that the modified low-carb low diet that is plant, you know, mainly plant-based, eat lots of vegetable matter. If you're going to eat protein, get great sources of protein that are either grass-fed or wild-caught. Um, I, you, know, you can get some wild-caught pea protein, right? You know, it's really tough wrestling them peas. Um, so that part's good. Uh, and then it's about, you know, well, you know, how much food do you really need? And, and uh, it's, it's been something I've really worked hard on uh, with the last installation of a weight loss program in about 30,000 lives that we really tried to get people to, to figure out what's right for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been effective. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I agree, too. I mean, now we're also getting so nuanced with uh, predictive genomics and looking into uh, you know, one man's food is another man's poison, and depending on you know your genomic makeup, I think that is really influencing our our look into diets uh, more than we've ever had that yeah. advantage before. Yeah, I think yeah, that, that's I certainly think true. And you know, switching uh, to a, a related topic uh, though, uh, 
we've talked previously on the, the Wellness Connection about the value of magnesium. And Jim, I don't know if you remember, but I had the pleasure last year of attending one of your seminars here in Austin where you presented uh, some in really valuable information on the importance of magnesium. And could you share a, a little bit of that with the audience, please? Sure. I think, I think you know, uh, magnesium is an essential nutrient. Uh, magnesium, magnesium deficiency, and it just has to be a functional deficiency. And these are big trials that the government has even published. When you are low in magnesium, the lower you are, the more your risk of developing metabolic syndrome, and if you're listening out there, hmm. prediabetes, prehypertension, being obese, bad lipids. That's basically metabolic syndrome or type 2 diabetes. So for me, I mean, people don't eat. Look, we can talk all we want about how people should eat nine servings of organically raised vegetables a day. And we can, you know, it's funny when I, I, when, I, I when somebody was critical of my book when, once, they said, Laval only recommends nine servings of vegetables a day. You should be allowed to eat as many as you want. Well, yeah, but I already knew nine was stretching them. You know, so, you know, it, it, I, you know I, I, it wasn't, I, that's what I believe. I love eating vegetables. I love drinking green drinks. I have two green drinks a day, and I probably eat eight to ten servings of vegetables a day most days. But mm -hmm. the reality is the average person isn't there, and when you're not getting enough uh, vegetables, it's hard to get enough magnesium in. And our mineral density in our food has gone down because of the way we've grown our food. So it's very difficult to get your magnesium pools up to the, to the level that's needed uh, to really have health. And, and look, this is everything from, and then if you add drug therapies on, some of the most common drug therapies deplete magnesium. But if you have muscle cramps or muscle spasms or restless legs or your back gives out on you, or if you feel anxious or you have trouble sleeping or your muscles feel weak, any of the, and your blood sugar's going up, you're gaining weight, any of that could be attributed to low magnesium status. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the books I wrote over the last couple of years was called Your Blood Never Lies. And it was, it was really about, well, how do I read a blood test for health instead of, uh, hey, you don't have a disease yet, come back when your numbers are worse, and then we'll give you some drugs. How do you start to look at uh, these, these values and go, where am I going? Now, where is my body headed? Magnesium, for me, is a key indicator. You know the thing you can do to find out? It's just do a pH of your saliva. If your salivary pH is acidic, you more than likely do not have enough magnesium or potassium in your body. You're not alkalinizing your body. And so when we talked about inflammation and the rate of rusting earlier, pH is one of the most simple things you can do that will, will allow people to go, oh, my pH is acidic, I need to eat more greens, I need to drink a green drink, or I'm going to have to take these minerals and, and I'm going to have to sprinkle the green powder on my french fries. Because I'm not going to get on my french fries. <laughs> yeah, there you go. spirulina fries, right? That's it. Spirulina fries. I'm not sure it's going to be a big seller, but what the heck. Yeah. You know, Jim, uh, you talk in your book, uh, Your Blood Never Lies, about the importance of functional blood work testing. What are some of the hidden things that a functional blood work test can uncover? Well, I think, 
you know, when, when I when I look at functional medicine tests, the real value I have in them is I like looking. So I'll always do a traditional lab panel on somebody with some more advanced markers that they can get at anywhere. Just because I'm usually, you know, docs are referring to me and I got to send them a, a report back. But I, you know, a five-point urinary cortisol or a four-point salivary cortisol, finding out your cortisol pattern is incredibly important because if your cortisol pattern flattens out, meaning that you your body just gets in stuck in a, a like a rut of making the same amount all day and night long, so you lose the diurnal pattern. Just like we have diurnal patterns um, for sleep and weight cycles, all of our hormones work that way. And so your cortisol should be high in the morning and then drop throughout the course of the day. Interestingly, our food pattern is the same. The circadian pattern for food is to eat during the day and then take those nutrients and rebuild your body at night, not eat late at night. And so cortisol is really important because when you lose your diurnal pattern, you're at a, you know, one study showed a 333% heightened risk for diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. Wow, so you that's lose. incredible. Jim, uh, we only have right? just over a minute left before we have to go to break. So please tell our audience how they can learn more about you and what you're doing right now. Uh, they can go to, I mean, JimLavelle.com is probably the easiest way to do that. They can certainly search MetabolicCode.com. That's more, I'd say, practitioner-based information. But on JimLavelle.com, you know, it's, it's at least we're filling it all in now. Uh, we just launched a new site, so I'm, I'm literally downloading things now, but there's a skeleton of things there. People can read all about, you know, what I've done and where I've been and where we're going. Excellent. Well, Jim, there's so much more that we know you have to share, but that's all the time we have for now. Thank you for sharing your expertise with our audience on the Wellness Connection. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. Balance and good health. Two essential building blocks for a full and rich life, but sometimes in our complex and stressful world, both can be lost, and you need to find a natural way to get them back. Enter CBD oil, a natural approach to restoring harmony to your body and your life, but not just any CBD oil. For natural results, you want to be sure the CBD oil you use is produced the right way. Wave Organics offers pure CBD oil from hemp raised naturally on farms in Colorado. The oil is extracted using supercritical CO2, which is free of toxic solvents. In fact, Wave controls every step in the process, offering quality control and natural approaches from seed to shelf. Visit waayb.com to learn more and use the code WellnessConnection for a 10% discount on your first order. Wave Organics, pure natural CBD. All of us go through menopause or andropause at some point in our life. The changes in our body make us feel depressed, less confident, and lethargic. Research shows that levels of testosterone drop 50% between the ages of 20 and 40 for females and almost 1% every year for males over the age of 40. 
Alpha Male X and Alpha Female contain a powerful blend of nine synergistic ingredients designed to help support healthy hormone metabolism in men and women. Additionally, the select ingredients in this formula have been proven clinically effective in supporting sexual health and energy, promoting healthy cortisol levels, and providing dopamine support. When it comes to hormones, one supplement does not fit all. So be sure and visit alphatherapeutics.us and fill out the questionnaire to get the dosing instructions that are right for you. Use the code WellnessConnection for a 15% discount on your first order. Let's connect, because together, we make our lives better. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to The Wellness Connection. If you have a question or comment for Peter Aradia, please send it via email to the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. That's the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. Now, let's return to this week's show. And you know what that means. It's post time, time for the supplement of the week. And what supplement are we posting this week, Radia? Well, so the other day, a client asked me about DIM. Like, what the heck is it? <laughs> so DIM is short for methane, And it has the health-promoting properties found in cruciferous vegetables, including cabbage, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and cauliflower, known as plant indols. So put simply, uh, DIM is an estrogen balancer that promotes beneficial healthy estrogen metabolism in both women and men. A slow metabolism of estrogen leaves too much unmetabolized active estrogen, also called estradiol, which can be a problem in women and men. DIM adjusts the balance of estradiol to its good metabolites. And researchers have documented that the balance of estrogen metabolites is an important factor in maintaining breast and prostate health. So tell them how that works. Well, DIM increases the specific aerobic metabolism for estrogen. Uh, which I which multiplies the chance for estrogen to be broken down into its beneficial or good estrogen metabolism. And while simultaneously reducing the levels of undesirable or bad estrogen metabolites. And some of the other benefits that are attributed to good estrogen metabolites include its ability to protect the heart and brain with its antioxidant activity. So, Rania, what's your favorite DIM product? Well, personally, I especially like DIM Detox by Pure Encapsulation. You know, your liver needs to eliminate the metabolized or used up hormones to make space for the new ones. But a congested liver may cause excess hormones to circulate through the bloodstream instead of being excreted. And this can lead to hormonal imbalances, which may affect not only your estrogen levels, but also your thyroid hormones. Well, DIM Detox gives you the best of both worlds because it not only gives you the DIM, but the additional liver support to metabolize and balance your hormones.
And now it's time for the burning question where we answer those important health questions that you, the listeners, send in to us. It's important to note that any diagnosis of disease can only be provided by your medical doctor or other licensed healthcare professional. None of the information we present is intended for the diagnosis or treatment of the disease. And this week's burning question comes from Aaron in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Aaron asks, do I have to take supplements or can I get all of my nutrients from my food? Well, Aaron, even uh, if an average healthy adult maintained a balanced diet of 2,000 calories per day, which should include, like Dr. Lavelle was sharing with us earlier, um, forms of fresh organic vegetables and fruits and unrefined whole grains, lean organic grass-fed free-range protein, a variety of mono and polyunsaturated fats and omega-3 fats. The food would have to primarily be raw and constant measurement and scrutiny would have to be upheld to assure that one was getting the complete amount of unadulterated nutrients from that food. But we can't ignore the fact that in this modern world, we don't have complete control over what we eat, how it's grown or prepared, or even if it's called organic, does it necessarily assure that it's grown in a minerally rich, high nutrient dense soil? Yeah, up until the turn of the 20th century, the majority of all of our food was grown on small farms and people would grow fresh fruits and vegetables in their own gardens, fertilized by recycling their waste through composting, table scraps, and livestock manure, and crop rotation was practiced. Rivers and streams were generally not dammed to allowing flooding to occur where nutrient-rich silt would saturate and replenish the land. However, today farming is a gigantic commercial industry and machines do most of the planning and harvesting and fertilization and pest control is done with chemicals and toxic pesticides. Yeah, I remember comments in Dr. Joel Wallach's book, Rare Earths, The Secret to Their Health and Longevity, where he talks about at the turn of the 20th century, wheat, for example, consisted of 40% protein. Now it consists of only 9% protein. Back then, you could get enough protein from just two slices of bread, and today you would have to eat an entire loaf to get the same amount. He also states that uh, back in 1948, spinach, for example, was 158 milligrams of iron per 100 grams. But in 1973, it was down to 27 milligrams. And today, spinach is less than 2.2 milligrams of iron per 100 grams. It's not a wonder why this country is suffering from so much degenerative disease and obesity, and people are literally starving. I'm constantly hearing clients complain about never feeling satiated after a meal. All we are eating are empty calories, and two hours later, we're scavenging around for more food while gorging ourselves with junk that is more of a burden on the body than sustenance. You know, Peter, when I was in grad school, I, I did a project and wrote a paper on this very question. And I actually did a seven day, very detailed, extensive diet diary. I sent it off to a lab and the results came back. I was 70% under the RDA. That's like one under, you know, one over scurvy. I was really shocked, really. Wow, yeah. And remember, Aaron, uh, that every body is different. So it depends on age, sex, diet, stress levels, genetics, and health condition. Now I'm making a little breakfast 
tonic, I call it, of liposomal nutrients, which we're going to talk about in another show. But as a daily supplement, I'm a big fan, however, of superfoods such as tonic alchemy by Dragon Herbs or Power Greens by Numedica, of which I take both in a shake for breakfast every morning along with my individual supplements I've designed based on my blood analysis, and I feel great. You know, and I have energy all day, even for an old dog like me. (laughs) (laughs) So we hope that helps, Aaron. And you can submit your own burning question by sending it to us at the Wellness Connection at A, excuse me, the Wellness Connection, A-H-I, at gmail.com. That's the Wellness Connection, A-H-I, at gmail.com. Tune in every week to hear if your question is being answered on the air. We'll be right back with important information about drug-induced nutrient depletion and our health freedom update after a brief message from our sponsor. You're listening to The Wellness Connection on Voice America Digital Radio Network. All of us go through menopause or andropause at some point in our life. The changes in our body make us feel depressed, less confident, and lethargic. Research shows that levels of testosterone drop 50% between the ages of 20 and 40 for females and almost 1% every year for males over the age of 40. Alpha Male X and Alpha Female contain a powerful blend of nine synergistic ingredients designed to help support healthy hormone metabolism in men and women. Additionally, the select ingredients in this formula have been proven clinically effective in supporting sexual health and energy, promoting healthy cortisol levels, and providing dopamine support. When it comes to hormones, one supplement does not fit all. So be sure and visit alphatherapeutics.us and fill out the questionnaire to get the dosing instructions that are right for you. Use the code wellnessconnection for a 15% discount on your first order. Let's connect because together we make our lives better. Balance and good health, two essential building blocks for a full and rich life, but sometimes in our complex and stressful world, both can be lost and you need to find a natural way to get them back. Enter CBD oil, a natural approach to restoring harmony to your body and your life. But not just any CBD oil. For natural results, you want to be sure the CBD oil you use is produced the right way. Wave Organics offers pure CBD oil from hemp raised naturally on farms in Colorado. The oil is extracted using supercritical CO2, which is free of toxic solvents. In fact, Wave controls every step in the process, offering quality control and natural approaches from seed to shelf. Visit waayb.com to learn more and use the code wellnessconnection for a 10% discount on your first order. Wave Organics, pure natural CBD. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to the Wellness Connection. If you have a question or comment for Peter Aradia, please send it via email to the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. That's the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. Now, let's return to this week's show. You know, Peter, some prescriptions and over the counter drugs have the potential to change physiology in a way that might change how the body utilizes certain nutrients. 
It can even change biochemical pathways involved in nutrient synthesis or activation, resulting in nutrient deficiencies over time. So what we're going to do each week is give the folks a drug-induced nutrient depletion update. And this week, it's about ACE inhibitors. Do you know what an ACE inhibitor drug is? Well, of course, it's an anti-hypertension drug, a blood pressure med, isn't it? You are correct, sir. So if you or a loved one are taking a blood pressure medication, you need to be aware that those drugs may interfere with sodium, calcium, phosphate, vitamin A, B-complex, vitamin D, and zinc. Yeah, that's quite a list, Roddy, and I know that sodium, calcium, and phosphorus deficiency may lead to muscle weakness, pain and spasm, poor concentration, irregular heart rhythm, and bone loss. And vitamin A also supports bone health, and of course, vitamin A is essential for preserving our eyesight. It protects your eyes from night blindness and age-related decline, and it supports healthy skin and immune system. And symptoms of vitamin A deficiency may manifest as follicular keratinosis, which are chicken skin bumps on the back of your arms and buttocks, or night blindness and night uh, albedo spots, which are small white patchy buildups on the whites of the eyes, anorexia, blemishes, itching and burning of eyes, susceptibility to infection, rough dry skin, and dry hair. And when it comes to vitamin D deficiency, we often think of rickets in children or soft bone in adults, but vitamin D plays a major role in the immune system. So it's very important to prevent disease and recover from infection with vitamin D. Other symptoms of D deficiency are burning sensation in the mouth or throat, diarrhea, insomnia, nervousness, and poor metabolism. And then, of course, vitamin B complex deficiency can cause loss of appetite, energy loss, decreased metabolism of protein, carbohydrates, and fat. And finally, zinc deficiency. It decreases bone metabolism. It may decrease insulin activity or impair our immune system and wound healing. And it may cause acne or decrease in normal taste. So when you get your prescriptions for ACE inhibitors or any drugs, be sure to seek advice from a qualified pharmacist or wellness staff member to help you with dietary advice and pick the correct supplements to complement your drug prescription. Taking a good professional grade multi, not the cheap commercial brands, can cover most of what we just talked about, Peter, Um, but be sure that you get good advice. Absolutely. And now it's time for our health freedom segment. And each week during this segment, we'll be talking with renowned experts and advocates about our most precious right, the right to bodily integrity, the right to decide what we put into our bodies and how to care for them. Some of us call that health freedom. And today our special guest is attorney Scott Tips. He is the editor of Health Freedom News and president and legal counsel for the National Health Threat Federation. He earned his Bachelor of Arts degree magna cum laude from the University of California at Los Angeles and graduated from the University of California Berkeley School of Law, where he was the managing editor of of the California Law Review. Since 1989, Scott has been the general counsel for the National Health Federation, the world's oldest health freedom organization for consumers, as well as the editor-in-chief of its magazine, Health Freedom News. In 2007, he became NHF president. He also attends Codex meetings worldwide and has attended more Codex meetings than all other health freedom activists combined. Scott, welcome to the Wellness Connection. Thank you, Radia, and thank you, Peter. It's nice to be here. 
Thank you, and uh, we appreciate your patience this afternoon with us. Um, Scott, one of the important events you are monitoring right now in Europe is the upcoming trial of David Noakes in London on November 5th for selling GCMAF. Could you please tell our audience what GCMAF is? GCMAF is, is basically a human protein. Any healthy person listening to this program, you, Radia, and myself, we produce GCMAF, uh, which basically stands for a glycomacrophage activating factor, and that's what the MAF is. So GCMAF, we produce normally, and it is a very potent immune system uh, protein that defends your body against uh, viruses, defends your body against cancer cells, and about three, 400 different pathogens. It's super important, and if your GCMAP goes to zero, you will almost certainly get cancer. And what David Noakes had done, see, he had probably spent about a million and a half pounds, English pounds, to buy the patented process for making the purest form of GCMAP available to the world. And then he was opening his, his uh, business in 2010, just eight years ago, and has treated probably close to 12,000 patients. How successful has it been in treating cancer? It's been, it depends upon, it depends upon the cancer. If it's a tumor cancer, it works very well. If it's a blood-borne cancer, which I kind of debate whether that's truly cancer, by the way, like leukemia, I think it's just a failure of feedback mechanism. But uh, true cancers, like tumor cancers, it's quite successful. Breast cancer, 85% success rate. Compare that to chemotherapy at 1% to 2%, depending upon whether you believe Australian or U.S. figures, but still abysmally low. And, um, and then with uh, prostate cancer, very similar, about 90% success rate. Uh, colon cancer, very high success rate. And Dr. Jeffrey Bradstreet was using it in conjunction with a kind of a hypersonic treatment on children. He was getting about a 33% success rate on autistic kids, completely reverting them to normal. And that was using the combination. Of course, we saw what happened to him. He got a bullet in the chest, a couple of bullets in the chest, and ended up in a river uh, for his pains. So... Now they're prosecuting David Noakes. They utterly destroyed his business, even though there are 300 scientists working on GCMAP worldwide. There are 150 scientific research papers written on GCMAP, 33 of them written by uh, David's company. And there are websites as well that he's put up there, and, and a lot of people whose lives have been saved. But once the clinic was shut down, then... A lot of these patients could no longer had access to GCMAP, and they started dying in rapid succession because if you don't finish the treatment, then you revert. And the treatment, I mean, the cost is a fraction of the cost of chemotherapy. <clears throat> Let's see, depending upon whether you were stage 4 or stage 2, uh, it would cost, um, let me see, somewhere around 3000 a month to about... 10,000 a month if you were stage four pancreatic cancer. He had 100%, by the way, 100% success rate with stage four pancreatic cancer. 
Hmm. And, wow. uh, which so is why is the, phenomenal. the government prosecuting David, David Dobbs? Because he's successful. <laughs> it's <laughs> the funniest thing. I mean, if, if he were a failure, he could get away with it. You know, look at Vioxx and Avastin and all those drugs that killed up to, you know, Vioxx killed 150,000. Uh, opioids, uh, synthetic drugs like opioids have killed 200,000. Avastin has killed 100,000. There are no deaths associated with the GC map. Most it'll do is just not work. And the best it'll do is it will cure you. So, uh, but of course you can't mention the cure word if you're selling the product. Now, because I'm speaking on behalf of the National Health Federation, we don't sell products. I can say this, but, uh, but, David, bless his heart, he had the problem of both selling the product and he gave away a considerable amount of it, too, to people who couldn't afford it. But that wasn't recognized by the government. And you have something like the MHRA, which is the equivalent of the FDA in in the UK. And the MHRA has as you can well imagine, all sorts of um, on its regulatory body board, it has all sorts of industry people because it practices the same revolving door technique or practice that is practiced by the FDA, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and many other governmental agencies uh, throughout the world. So they're corrupt. They abuse their positions. It costs about 800,000 lives in the U.S. every year, about 200,000 in the in the lives in the U.K. And he's facing a trial now on November 5th, uh, which has been nearly four years in coming. And they you know, basically shut down the clinics, as I mentioned before, uh, forcing the 27 staff members and seven doctors to have to find work elsewhere. They've had 14 raids by over 100 police officers. Their passports have been seized. He himself was arrested and transported in, in prison cars and had to go to the notorious, may not mean much to Americans, but notorious in England, Wandsworth Prison in London. And now, you know, until his trial starts, he's had to sign bail once a week at a police station. And kind of to add insult to injury, the MHRA has asked the French to also prosecute him because he had some sort of operation in France as well. So this is the problem we face, and they're wanting to make an example of him, and um, we need so help. Let me, I mean, let me ask you, you're, you're in Europe right now. Are you making any headway um, in, in helping this matter, or how's it going over there? Well, on Monday, September 24th, there will be a hearing before the judge, and I will be there with David. But he has uh, court-appointed counsel. You can imagine he's running a bit low on money personally, but uh, the government, i.e. the taxpayers, do pay for his defense. And he evidently has a good uh, barrister um, who is going to be representing him as well as a couple of solicitors. And uh, I will be there as well, at least at this hearing that's coming up in a few days. So... This, we will see what happens. They want him to all throw himself on his sword and plead guilty, uh, but um, we shall see what happens. I'll be meeting with the attorneys on Monday, and we'll have a 
a strategy well, session on that. Thank you so much, Scott, for all of the good work that you do, both in the United States and around the world. Uh, we, we are very appreciative of your good legal work and staying up on health freedom issues. That's all the time we have for today. Be sure to tune in next week. And, of course, to be sure to submit your burning question, the next one we answer may be yours. I'm your co-host, Roddy Iglesias. And I'm your co-host, Peter McCarthy. So long for now from the Wellness Connection, brought to you by Wave and Alpha Therapeutics. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Wellness Connection with Roddy Iglesias and Peter McCarthy. Be sure to join us for another episode next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again next week.